Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week Jeff Glover and his coaches will dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you're facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over a thousand homes per year. In today's episode, we continue our definitive list of 21 ways to get 21 listings, the exact methods you can use to grow your business in the new year, and ways to get ahead of the competition in your market. Our list is packed with fresh tactics, backed up by the results other agents are getting in their markets. Now, let's hear from Jeff. So let's jump into 21 ways to take 21 listings this winter. Go ahead and turn to a clean sheet of paper, or just draw a line, now that we got those three reasons out of the way. And I want you to write down 21 ways to take 21 listings. Point number one. And I'm going to get this point out of the way first because it is the most boring, it is the most mundane of the points. And don't be thinking that, oh, this is what it's gonna be for the next two hours. No, 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 no. We're gonna get this one out of the way first. Now, it is an important one. So point number one, ready? Complete my, complete my, 2022, complete my 2022, complete my 2022 business plan by 1215, by 1215, and include the following items, and include the following items. Do you guys need to change the battery or something? Do you need to change anything on my microphone? No, okay, cool. Complete it by 12.15 and include the following items, ready? Number one, I want you to have a database value add plan in this year's business plan. If you did not have this as part of your business plan, I want you to add it. A database value add plan, meaning a list of things you're going to do to add value to your database. A little later this morning, I'll share with you our value add plan so you can grab some stuff from there. A database value add plan, we'll call that 1A. 1B is a new morning routine. A new morning routine. You've already heard based on the isms that we shared, and I will tell you in my experience in working with agents now for basically 20 years, It's very rare that an agent will have a substantial increase in business without adjusting their morning routine. That's very rare. I mean, you'll have an agent that doesn't change their morning routine go from 32 transactions to 40. That's common. Or they'll go from 40 transactions to 55. That can be done. But if you wanted to go from 35 transactions to 75, if you want to go from 20 transactions to 45, you have to have a substantial change in your morning routine. The third part of the plan, we'll call this uh, 1C, is I wanted to have a a monthly social media calendar. A monthly social media calendar. So in 2022 and beyond, you're no longer posting to social media just because you feel like it or it makes sense to. You actually have a plan for each day or certain days of the week. By the way, I'll share with you our plan. Here's an example of one and feel free to you know, take pictures or zoom in on it. By the way, you guys, again, are all getting the recording of this and you're gonna get the PDF copies of this, so you'll have a chance to go back. And I'll, I'll get this out of the way also for those that are over here. So this, this is designed, by the way, 
to trick the Facebook algorithm. Notice that there's not a post about real estate every single day. The mistake a lot of agents make is they post a new listing, then they're at an open house, then they're at a closing. It's all real estate all the time. By the way, I'm talking about your personal page. We're going to get into personal versus business page in just a little bit later this morning. But I want you to have a social media calendar moving forward as part of your plan. And I'll give you an additional image after this. And this gives you examples, okay? Educate, buyer tip, seller tip, entertain, holiday message, pet post, family post, motivate, uh, build trust, personal news, update, client testimonial, community, selfie from a restaurant. By the way, moving forward, when you check into restaurants, I want you to check in, post a selfie, give them a review. Why? Because they're more than likely to share that to their circle and their sphere, and now you're exposing yourself to their group of people. Moving forward, I want you to have a social media calendar. That's, that's 1C. We're going to talk a little bit. I've got a lot of good stuff on social media, like the latest and greatest. So we'll get into that in a little bit. Point number two, get listings from the following four databases. Get listings from the following four databases. Okay? And what do I mean by that? Get listings from the following four databases. Moving forward, when you hear me say the word database, I want you to think of these four databases. I want everyone in this room to have these four databases moving forward. These are our four. I put it in my pocket. Is that okay? Maybe? Okay, good. All right. So the first one, which everyone has, is past client sphere of influence. We're not going to spend a ton on that. I maybe have one or two points on that today. The second one that you probably don't have yet, but you will, is what's called the exchange database. The exchange database. What is the exchange database? The exchange database, I'll give you a definition, because this is really important. If you don't add this to your database plan, you're gonna miss out on a lot of opportunities moving forward. The exchange database, the definition is people with whom People with whom I've had great exchanges with, people with whom I've had great exchanges with, whether it's over the phone, in person, or virtually, people with whom I've had great exchanges with, either over the phone, in person, or virtually, people with whom I've had great exchanges with, either over the phone, in person, or virtually, that could refer or transact business with me that could refer or transact business with me. People with whom I've had great exchanges with over the phone, in person, virtually, that could refer or transact business with me. So when I think of the exchange database, all right, today with social media, you notice how like you meet someone and you're like, I know you from somewhere. Oh yeah, we comment on each other's Facebook posts. Or maybe you exchange some messages back and forth. It's very common today that you know someone better than what you might have in the, in the past. To know someone, we'd have to physically meet them. We'd have to have client events. We'd have to do all these things to like know someone. Today with social media, you know people. And when you meet them for the first time, it's like, yeah, I know I know you from somewhere. And later you come find out, oh, we exchanged some messages, you know, three months ago or whatever. You had some good exchanges. The exchange group, watch this, okay? You guys are probably all familiar with the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book, the red book that was written by Gary Keller. Great book, but it was written in 2001. Well, in 2001, there was no social media. 
And in that particular book, they talk about nets and have not nets. Think of your exchanges as somewhere in the middle. You don't, have had, you don't need to have met them in order to get business from them today because of social media. So people with whom I have great exchanges with, you know, a couple messages back and forth, a couple emails back and forth, a couple conversations back and forth, people with whom I have great exchanges with are going to go into this database. And oh, by the way, I'm going to treat this database almost as good as my past client sphere of influence, which means I'm going to give them invites to client events, which means I'm going to put them on my mailing list. I'm going to do everything I can to add value to this group because they will be future clients. In fact, I have a goal, and we have a goal on our team, for each one of our associates to add one person to their exchange database per day, times 250 working days, 250 a year, times four years, that's 1,000 people in this group. By the way, when I look at where our referrals and where our listings are coming from after past client sphere of influence, it's this group, and we only started this group like two and a half, three years ago. Exchange database is going to be crucial moving forward. And when I say database, I want you to, again, think of these four. The third database today is what's called a social media database. Now, you guys know all, all know what social media is, but are you treating it like a database? And when I say treat it like a database, I'm talking about your personal Facebook profile. You want more sellers? Put more emphasis into your personal Facebook profile. Jeff, why do you say that? I love Instagram, and Instagram's cooler, and whatever. Watch this. The largest demographic of home sellers today are 35 to 54-year-olds. Largest demographic of home sellers today are 35 to 54-year-olds. The largest group on Facebook today, 35 to 54-year-olds. I want to be where the sellers are. Remember, I made a decision to be an employer. I'm a listing agent. I'm going to go where the sellers go. And when I'm talking about Facebook, I'm talking about your personal profile, not your business page. A lot of agents have made the mistake through the years to, you know, oh, I put all my emphasis on my business page, and yeah, I'll share things from my business page over my personal. No, 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 no. Your personal profile allows you to have up to 5,000 friends. Take advantage of that. Facebook allows you to have up to 5,000. Get to 5,000 as fast as possible. How do I do that? You click on their names, you see what, you know, because when you're on there for 30 seconds, usually not even that much, you're going to scroll and it's going to give you recommended friends. Those are people that you have mutual friends with who will accept your friend request because you have mutual friends with them. You're going to click on their face and you're going to see what they do. So long as they're not selling real estate in Atlanta, Georgia, you're going to add them. Because last time I checked, somebody in Atlanta probably isn't going to buy or sell with you if they're a realtor. So watch this. I think about Detroit. If I click on someone's face and it says that they work at Ford Motor Company in Dearborn, Michigan, I am adding them. Right? They got a good job. They're making good money. It's a professional at, at headquarters. Absolutely, I'm adding that person. Right? You click around here and you see someone's an executive or middle-level manager at Delta Airlines, you're going to add them or wherever. The, more people you, the closer you get to 5,000, the better chance you have more eyeballs on your posts. You have to take the approach of your personal profile is just as important, if not more, than your business profile. You understand your business profile is only really good for two or three things. Credibility, because you can have online reviews on there, and buying leads. You can buy leads, cer certainly. Facebook wants you to use your business page to advertise, which by the way, is the reason why I say to audiences all the time, when you're posting to your personal page, do not use Canva. 
You understand that every, and I don't get mad because I know you just learned it and you bought the pro edition and all this stuff. <laughs> no, when you're posting to your personal profile, same thing goes with Instagram. When you're posting to your personal, do not use Canva. Why? Because they know, they can detect, their algorithm can detect. When you put names and words and numbers and phone numbers and your photo and your company logo and all this stuff on a closing photo, they know that you're trying to sell their audience something. And if you're trying to sell their audience something, they're going to hide your posts. Instead, I want you to use raw photos, raw photo, closing photos, raw photos of the, the clients in front of the house. Do not use Canva on your personal profile. You're going to get less likes. You're going to get less comments. You're going to get less shares. We're going to talk a little bit more about social media later this morning. The last thing I want to say on this when it comes to database, though, is for those of you that are in the room, because there's always one or two or maybe even more, if you've been taking the mindset of, I like to keep my personal and business separate. I don't like to share what I'm doing. You know, I don't like my clients seeing what I'm doing on Facebook, so I don't add them as friends or any of that. That mentality will cost you business and more than ever in the next few years. Why is that? Well, because so many agents are learning how to master Facebook, master social media, and game the system with great content and good videos and all this. All of the sudden, your clients that are loyal to you, they're going to get exposure to all these other agents on social media, and that's going to test their loyalty because they're going to forget about you when they're seeing all of this other great stuff come out. So we have to get rid of, I mean, when you're at closings, you should be sharing, you know, your Instagram handle with your clients, adding, yeah, go ahead, that's me, go ahead and confirm. Get them to confirm. I want all my clients on Facebook because that is free advertising on my personal page. And that, now I treat that as if it's a database. And then database number four is going to be your CRM slash prospects database. Your CRM slash prospects database database. And this is number four for a reason. I get more sellers from these three than this one, right? This is in order of importance, by the way. Now, I know the CRM is important. It helps keep us organized and set up tasks and, you know, drip campaigns and all that. And it's good to use for all of those things. What I'm saying is when it comes to getting seller business, I'm spending less time here and more time up here. So moving forward, when you hear me say things like, what are you going to do to add value to your database? I want you to think of those four, because you're not going to go into 2022 without those. And you might say, well, Jeff, all right, let's talk about this exchange thing for a minute. Is this like, uh, do I label them? Do you tag them? Yes, you can label them. You can tag them. You know, you can set up a separate, you know, Excel spreadsheet, whatever, however you keep track. I want to make sure this group is identified somewhere. Because these people, by the way, will become clients. These people will become referral sources. And we have social media to thank for that. All right, let's go to the next point. That was point number two. Point number three. Point number three. Fill your seller funnel. Fill your seller funnel. Uh, no, number one was 2022 business plan by December 15th. Number two was get listings from the following four databases. Number three is fill your seller funnel, like your oil, like an oil funnel, right? Fill your seller funnel by doing the following. So we'll call this one 3A. Create an iBuyer lead capture landing page. Create an iBuyer lead capture landing page. 
an iBuyer lead capture landing page. What do I mean by that? Well, every market has, pretty much every market around the country has iBuyers. I know your, your market has them. I know brokers and some teams have created their own. Every single person in this room could create their own. Now, I know a lot of you say, well, I don't have as much money as them, or I don't have as deep as pockets of them, so how could I create my own iBuyer program? All you need is a really cool looking landing page, which you can do that on Wix. You can build a site for 99 bucks a year on Wix. That's how we built ours, by the way. This is what it looks like. Okay, ours is called Upraze Offers, U-P-R-A-Z-E, if you wanted to check it out. Well, what about the money part, Jeff? All right, that's fine. I, I know how to go to Wix and create a cool landing page. What about the money part? If I asked you in Atlanta, if you, if you had to go find an investor today by five o'clock or your license was being sent back to the state, could every single person in this room go find an investor here in Atlanta? Say yes, yes, okay, good. So you're all iBuyers, why is that? Well, because that's what the iBuyers did. They just went and found people to loan the money to do this. So what you're doing is you're finding buyers to buy the properties. Now you might be wondering, well, okay, so investors are already flipping homes and they're already going through this process, I got that. Um, so how do I get them to work with me as an iBuyer? You're gonna call up your investor leads and you're gonna say, hey, I have an opportunity that will bring you less margin than a typical flip. That's the language. It will bring you less margin than a typical flip. Because by the way, iBuying actually is just flipping. It's just flipping homes that don't need a lot of work. It's essentially the same thing. However, there's less margin. So you would say, if I had an opportunity that would bring you less margin than a flip, but also substantially less improvement costs, so less margin than a flip, I lead with that. By the way, I make these calls to get investors to, to work with us. Less margin than a flip, substantially less work than a flip, you know, less improvement cost than a flip, and an extreme turnaround time, meaning like fast, back on the market and sold within a few days. Would you be interested in learning more? So if I had less margin than a flip, less work, and fast turn time, would you be interested in, in talking about it? Number one question they're gonna ask you, any good investor would, well, what kind of margin are we talking? And my response is somewhere between five and 7%. Because I don't care what the margins are in your, you know, you might say, oh my gosh, Jeff, no, in our market, they're buying them for like 93% or whatever. I don't care. It doesn't matter what you're buying them for, it's the fact that you have the ability to, and the fact that you can promote the ability to. They can say no. If they don't like the number, they can say no. Guess what I've generated? I've still generated a seller lead. Why is that? Well, because if you do any research on iBuyers, you'll know that all of, there's only been a handful of studies, but the studies that have been done, in fact, I remember this one was out of Phoenix two years ago, that said 64% of people that inquired on an iBuyer website listed their home within 90 days. 64% that said, yeah, I wanna know what, my, what, what you'll buy my home for right now. 64% listed within 90 days, and that's where the value is in the iBuyer process. That's why you would create your own iBuyer. Because the days of what's my home worth, those are dwindling. The days of clicking to find out a value on my home, those are dropping. The, the response that you get to those are declining. The leads that come off of those are declining. That is starting to decline. What is the, what is the, the offer today? What will you buy it for right now? That's, that's trending. What will you buy it for right now? What is my home worth cash right now? 
That's what people want to know. And why are iBuyers popular? Well, because it's ease of use. They can do it from a phone. They can do it from an app. I mean, heck, today people want to track you know, their pizza being made on Domino's app, right? People want to do this. So, and I hear from agents all the time, because by the way, I'm an agent with you. Like, so I understand what it's like going up against a seller who says, nah, we're just going to go with this iBuyer and take a little less. You're like, what? Are you kidding me? You're going to get less money for your home than I could get for you. But you know what? There's a certain percentage of the population, by the way, in a lot of markets, about 10% that don't care. They want it done now. They want it done fast. They want it done simple. They want the guarantee to close. You're not doing this just to be an iBuyer. You're doing this to generate seller leads because sellers are going to be interested in that message of what will you buy my home for cash right now? That's going to inquire. And by, yes, it, we'll get to questions. I'm going to save time at the end for questions. So just write it down or come see me on the break. And I should have said that in the beginning. So forgive me. Any questions you have today, just circle it, star it. We're going to cover those at the end. I always save about 10 minutes for questions. So three A is create your own iBuyer landing page and start developing your own iBuyer program. Three B. 3B, <clears throat> fill your seller funnel through phone and door prospecting, through phone and door prospecting, which we're going to talk, it's not just calling today, I'm going to give you a couple other methods, through phone and door prospecting to for sale by owners and expireds. Phone and door prospecting to for sale by owners and expireds. And I know what you're going to say, oh Jeff, there's no, you know, every single for sale by owner in our market is selling. You're wrong. Oh no, Jeff, there's no expires in our market. You're wrong. Okay, I was in a market where we had 100,000 homes for sale in 2009. We have less than 10,000 today. Expires and for sale by owners are still almost one-third of our business every single month. That's 3B. 3C, in-person client events with guests invited. In-person client events with guests invited. In-person client events with guests invited invited. One of the best things we ever did was put together client events. I was never a big fan of client events. That wasn't my, that wasn't my thing. I would sit in rooms like this and there'd be a panel of people talking about client events. Ah, yeah, I'll get to that later. I'm not, you know, I don't want to see my clients again. Are you kidding me? I'd forget their names. Like this would be embarrassing, you know? We swear by them. We will never go without doing them. And, and we added another piece that's been a huge part of building our exchange database, by the way. I want you to circle and underline with guests invited. We will never do an event where we don't allow our clients to invite guests. One of the best things we ever did. We do a Detroit Tigers opening day party in the city and it's you know, like a big holiday in Detroit. Everyone takes half days and comes downtown. Well, we give our clients two tickets to our party and we give them two tickets to give away. Well, who do they give the tickets to? They give the tickets to a neighbor, they give the tickets to friends, they give tickets to a relative. And I can just picture them in their GMC Suburbans driving from Rochester Hills, Michigan, the suburb, all the way to downtown Detroit, talking about, hey, how long have you been coming to this party? How long have you known Jeff? What, you know, where, where did you guys meet? Whatever. They're building credibility when you do that. So moving forward, when you're having client events, I want you to think about, how can I build my database with people that will know me, like me, and trust me pretty quickly? One of the best things you can do is allow your database to invite guests. If you're doing a family thing, let them invite another family. We did a Detroit Zoo during COVID. We did an outdoor Detroit Zoo experience. And we allowed each one of our clients to invite another family. So we had, I think, 800 or 900 people show up, but we only sent out or we only had 500 clients there. So we had another 350 or 400 people that we had never met. 
But you know what? We captured their name, their cell phones, their emails, their home addresses. They are there on our dime. Law of reciprocation says if you do something good for somebody, it's going to come back to you. And you keep doing something good, it's going to come back to you tenfold. So moving forward, when you're doing client events, I want you to consider allowing your clients to invite guests. That is 3C. All right, let's go to point number four. Point number four. <clears throat> Under 21 ways to take 21 listings this winter. Point number four. <clears throat> and that is to implement, point number four is implement a database, implement a database value add model implement a database value add model into my business. A value add model. Now, I'm gonna share with you ours briefly, but after I share this point, because we got 21 to get through and I've only got so much time with you, I could spend hours and hours on this. In fact, we had a conference in Orlando in January of 2020, right before COVID, where we spent three full days talking about building a massive database and adding value to it. And during COVID, because we had to cancel our summer event, we do one event in the winter, we do one event in the summer, we had to cancel our summer event, and so it, kind of like as a thank you for everyone that attended, and of course everyone that comes to our stuff, we gave all of the content from that event away. So after I share our database model, if you feel like, all right, I want to go learn more about that, you find it by searching the inner circle, you're going to want to search Summit 2020 Replay. So I'm going to share with you the model now, but if you are like, yep, I'm definitely doubling down on database this year, I'm going to encourage you to go grab the video from that session because we, or from that event, we spent three full days just on this topic alone. So because I'm only going to cover it briefly here. So go ahead and write down four by two by one by 12. Four by two by one by 12. Four by two by one by 12. And for those that can't see it in the back, I'll just, I'll, anytime I write up here, I'm always going to repeat it over and over. Four by two by one by 12. By the way, we implemented this about four and a half years ago. Less than 100 transactions a year came from our database when we implemented this. Today, over 400 come from our database. And all we did was two things. We implemented this model and we built out an exchange database. That's it. That's all we did. People say, all right, there's got to be, you know, something else. You know, you're, there's something you're not. Nope. We implemented the exchange database model and we added this formula. Four by two by one by 12, okay? So what does this mean? The four stands for four pieces of U.S. mail. Four pieces of U.S. mail. So quarterly, we send out a physical mailing. And I'm gonna show an example on the screen, but it's gonna be kind of hard for you guys to read, and I'm not showing it because there's value in what we write. I'm showing it from a formatting standpoint, and I'm gonna tell you what I mean by that. So every time we send out a piece of mail, we follow the following formula. It's proven, and I would encourage you to write this down. We break our letter into three parts. We break our letter into three parts. Part one, so anytime you send a letter to your database, three-part three letter. Part one is what's going on in the market. So we always start off with what's happening in the market in terms of listings and sales and average sales price and List price to sales price ratio. What's happening in the market? That's part one. Part two is what's going on in our business. Part two is what's going on in our business. 
So for instance, did your company open an office in a new location? Uh, did your company add another value proposition? Did you add something to sellers to add value to them? You added Matterport or staging or whatever. What's going on in your business? And if you're on a team, use you know, some things that your team might have accomplished. And the third part of the letter is how you gave back. Third part is how you gave back. And that can be supporting a nonprofit or that can just be supporting local businesses. Doesn't necessarily have to always be 501c3 related. So three parts of the letter. What's going on in the market, what's going on in your business, and how you gave back. Four per year, one per quarter. The second piece, of, or the, the two, stands for two phone calls. Two phone calls where we do not ask for business. Two phone calls where we do not ask for business. So what do we do on those calls? Well, the first call is an invite to our client event. The first call is an invite to our client event. The second call is literally right this time of year, around the holidays. Calling and wishing all of our clients a happy holiday, thanking them for their business and their continued referrals. Even if they're not giving us referrals, we just plant that seed. Now, why do you think we call our clients this time of year? Why do we pick the holiday season to call them? Anybody tell me? Everyone's happy, yep, that's a good reason, yes. Why else? Yep, okay, that's good too, but here's the number one reason, ready? They're getting ready to see more people in this 30-day stretch than they've seen all year. They're getting ready to see more family and friends in this 30-day period of holidays than they've seen the entire year. And so I wanna be top of mind. So calling them and wishing them happy holidays, it's a very simple call. Hi, this is your realtor, Jeff Glover, and I just wanted to call and wish you and your family a happy holiday, and more importantly, thank you for your business and your continued referrals. If there's anything I can do for you or anyone you know, I hope you'll keep me in mind. Nice, soft, sweet message. If I get a voicemail, I leave a message. If I'm talking to them, almost always, oh, Jeff, you didn't have to do that. That's so nice of you. Those are great calls to make, and I'm going to be top of mind. So two phone calls, you know, we're not using, uh, you're probably familiar with the old script, you know, th this is a business call, do you have a minute for me? We don't, we don't use that, okay? We add value. The one stands for one client event, one client event, and I'm going to put an asterisk next to that. One client event, and the reason why I'm putting an asterisk next to that is because we do one big event as a team, but all of our agents do an additional event or two on top of that. So my recommendation is, no less than two, no more than four events per year. No less than two, no more than four. So we do one big one as a team, and then all of our agents do smaller ones. Like some of them do, you know, renting out a movie theater, or some of them do photos with Santa, or, you know, bowling alley stuff, or happy hour, right? Depending on your clients. During COVID, we did a um, drag queen bingo for our database. And I can tell you, um, be careful with that, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Not everyone knows what that means. And we found out. <laughs> All right, so one client event. And you already heard me, when you're doing a client event moving forward, they can invite guests. Allow them a budget for guests. Allow your clients to invite guests. The 12 stands for 12 infotaining, 12 info Tainting emails, 12 infotaining emails. Information that's entertaining. Information that's entertaining. Meaning once per month, I'm sending out something that's informative and also entertaining. 
which means that I'm not sending out something reminding people to set their clocks back or seven ways to carve pumpkins. Okay? There's no value in that anymore. It's not informative because the clock's set back automatically, and it's certainly not entertaining. We'll talk a little bit later. Where do you get the content then for your infotaining emails? Four, we'll talk about that in a bit. Four by two by one by 12. Four years ago, all we did was send holiday greeting cards to our database and did less than 100 transactions a year. People are amazed when I say this. To put that in perspective, four years ago, we were still doing 1,000 deals a year. Less than 10% came from our database. We implemented this over 400 a year now come from our database. And all we added was this plus that exchange database model that I just shared with you. So moving forward, whether you already have a model or not, I want you to refine it, I want you to update it, and again, as we go through these points, you'll see other things that you can do. All right, we're gonna get to point number five and then we're gonna take a break. Point number five, ready? Point number five and then we'll take a break. Number five is step up, step up your agent to agent referral game in 2022. Step up your agent to agent referral game in 2022 and I'll share with you how you can do that. Step up your agent to agent referral game in 2022. So I was really surprised when I looked at the list of where our seller business was coming from so far this year. Agent to agent referrals was our number seven source of listings, which for us, when you're taking 50, 60 listings a month, that's a lot. I mean, that's, that's probably five or seven listings per month. And I was surprised by that because I was thinking like, okay, we're in Detroit. Like who, it's not like you just wake up and somebody wants to move to Detroit. How are we getting all of this business? So I looked at and, I, and we identified the agents that were getting business from agent to agent referrals. And so I had a conversation with them. What is it that you guys are doing differently? Half the team is not getting business from agent to agent referrals, and you guys are. What's going on? And here's what they told me. I'll share with you why they're getting more agent to agent referrals. And you guys are in a great market for agent to agent referrals. And they said, well, first things first, we're very active in Facebook groups, which most of you probably are. So that would be, I guess, we'll call that 5A. They're active in Facebook referral groups. You know, just Google search or whatever on Facebook, just agent referral groups. You're gonna find, there's probably 100 of them. So they're active in those groups. Now that doesn't mean they're sitting in those groups all day and you know, being distracted. They're just, they're just in them, right? They're in those groups. The second thing they told me is, however, because they followed it up with, they said, but we are going outside of those groups to get the referrals. I said, well, what do you mean by that? Well, Jeff, here's what we do. See, when, you, when somebody posts, I'm looking, you know, I need an agent in Detroit. Somebody wants to sell their home in Detroit. Everyone goes on there and comments, and it's like this popularity contest. Oh, you got to pick this person. Pick me, pick me, pick me. You know, and, and everyone's sitting in their inbox, you know, unread, because, you know, when you send a message to someone that you're not friends with, the little circle never fills in. That means it's sitting in their filtered messages. They said, Jeff, well, all that's going on. We're taking their first name and their last name and taking it over to Google and putting the words real estate after it and hitting search. First name, last name, real estate, search. And we're grabbing their cell phone number and we're calling them and we're texting them. So while everyone else is, is relying on Facebook and social media to get in touch with them, we're already on the phone. While everyone else is commenting and doing all this back and forth, I'm already on the phone with the referring agent. So 5A is be active and get in the Facebook groups. 5B is use the grabbing their name strategy, whatever you want to call it, right? So actually call and text them. Don't just rely on 
messaging them in their inbox. And 5C, this is the other thing that I noticed because I went to a handful of agents that were consistently getting listings from agent-to-agent referrals every single month. Now, this group didn't tell, well, they confirmed this when I asked them. The third thing they said was going to events. Going to events, going to conferences, getting outside of our box. And what's interesting, when I look at the agents that aren't getting agent-to-agent referrals, it's a lot of our agents that decide, yeah, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to stay back this time. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I'm too busy right now. What's going on? I'm not going to make it to this event. The agents that go to events are the ones getting all the agent-to-agent referrals. Why? Because they're creating relationships. And they're generating income and business from the people that they're meeting at events. So speaking of events, before we take a break, I do want to share with you one that we have coming up not too far from you. Do me a favor and turn to the second to last page in your workbook, please. Second to last page in your workbook. It should say live Unreal summit itinerary and have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or I'm sorry, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on it. We do two major events per year. One in Orlando in the winter, and one in actually Traverse City, Michigan in the summer. Has anyone been to either one of those two events? Okay, a couple of you, all right, good. Two main events per year. What's really cool about this event is it's three and a half days of one-on-one interviews, panelists, keynote speakers. In fact, this particular year, I went out and got keynote speakers that specifically know digital advertising and social media marketing. Why? Because if we don't master this stuff, because I have a lot, there's a lot of agents I know that have mastered social media. But the, the challenge is you mastered social media from two years ago. Everything you've mastered two years ago is already changing. I, I'll give you an example. Are you utilizing Reels and Facebook Story? Oh, yeah, no, I've seen that in there. I've seen people do that, right? So we actually have keynotes from outside of the real estate industry that are going to be teaching us about the latest and greatest social media strategies. But more important than that, we bring top producers from all over North America. It doesn't matter what company they're with. We always jokingly say we're a non-denominational training and coaching organization. We have agents from all companies. And this particular event is going to be listing focused. Why do we make the decision to go listing focused on this event? Well, most of our events are anyways. We made the decision to take these 21 points I'm gonna share with you, and we're gonna dig deeper on each and every single one of these points. So for instance, like the database value proposition, there's gonna be a breakout session just on that. Because aside from stuff that takes place on the main stage, we have breakout sessions. We have masterminds, right? I I talked about the one-on-one interviews. We also have a lot of fun. Now, here's the deal. A lot of people look at this agenda and say, okay, Jeff, this is probably, what, $1,300, $1,200? Nope. The public pays $400. You guys pay $299. Turn the page. Because you're here today, you're getting $100 off. You're getting it for $299, three and a half day conference at a four diamond resort. So how do you sign up? Well, how do you take advantage of this? Well, for those of you that are in person, it's very simple. You fill this out, you tear this out, fold it in half, and you're gonna turn it into Taylor or Miranda, either on the break or at the end, and they'll come around and collect them at the end as well. You'll have an opportunity at the end. For those of you that are on the live stream, you'll see all you have to do is take a picture of the QR code which is only good for the session, so of course you have to get this done today. But for the rest of you and everyone on the live stream also, if you're wondering, all right, what actually takes place at these events? Because you saw there was only a couple hands that went up. So if I'm sitting in the room, I'd be wondering, all right, what actually goes on at these events? I've never been to one of your events before, Jeff. So we put together a 90-second video. We asked our marketing team to put together a 90-second video that shows you what takes place at the events and shows audiences what we actually do. 
And so in a moment, I'm gonna have Taylor play the video, but I also wanna let you know, before we do, as soon as the video's done, we're gonna take a break, so you're gonna be able to refresh your coffee, your water, use the restroom, whatever, and we'll come back at the top of the hour. But also, I wanna point out one more thing. First name again? Sean. Sean, would you do me a favor and read nice and loud for us, I know it's kinda of fine print there. <laughs> at the bottom of that piece of paper, what does it say, Sean? My signature. Nope, very last line, very last line. Refunds are available up to 14 days after today's date. Refunds are available up to 14 days after today's date. And why do we do that? We do that because for the 97% of you that have never been to one of our events, or for a large portion of you that haven't been on a plane or anywhere in a long time, we wanna give you time to check with someone at home. We wanna give you time to check flights. We wanna give you time to check sitters and family situation or turn this into a family vacation. So even if you're kind of like on the fence, like after today, yeah, I think I'd like to go to that, but I gotta do A, B, and C. At least get this form in today so you've locked in that $299. Because oh, by the way, in two weeks, the price goes up another $100 anyways. And this guarantees that you're locking in that price. And in, in 14 days, you change your mind, you call us, no questions asked, we refund you if you figure out that you can't make it. Yeah, you guys have been super active on social media. Awesome job, Atlanta. Let's hear it for you guys, all right? That's good. <laughs> Are you guys getting some value today so far? Yeah. All right, is it worth the 19 bucks that you paid for this? Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. So we had a couple questions on the break. They're getting up to the, to the giveaways, and so I want to answer them. First things first, somebody said, what system do you use, or somebody asked, what system do you use to capture the information of people that attend your client events? And so we use Eventbrite. Eventbrite is super simple. We use it, you know, they have to fill out a registration form through a link, and if they show up to an event, by the way, and they're not registered, we have a little iPad stand there with the Eventbrite open, and they gotta plug in all their information. For you guys right now to fly nonstop from Atlanta, Georgia to MCO, which is Orlando, it's 76 bucks nonstop round trip, and that's not on Spirit Airlines, okay? <laughs> Spirit was actually $64. This was Frontier, not much better, by the way. Delta, of course, you know, we're in the home of Delta here, which, by the way, Detroit's a hub, so I'm, I appreciate that. 147 if you want to upgrade to a Delta flight, but still, that's pretty good for Delta. 147 bucks, and that's flying in on the 8th, that's a Saturday, flying home on the 12th. Somebody did ask the question, what's the hotel room, is there a hotel room block? Yes, there is. It's 252 a night out the door. And the reason why I emphasize out the door is because... Trust me when I tell you, I know what it's like going to Orlando and, oh yeah, you know, $1.99 a night to stay here, a great resort. And then they have like a $987 resort fee, right? <laughs> this includes the resort fee. Uh, where do you find this? You go to gloveru.com forward slash summit to just use our link. By the way, the hotel is actually already sold out except for our room block. So if you try to go to the public site, it'll say there are no dates available. You have to go to gloveru.com forward slash summit and there's a direct link right at the bottom. It just says, book our room rate at 252 a night. That's a four diamond resort. That's pretty good, because that place is normally a lot more expensive. Somebody asked, what email system do we use? We use Constant Contact, all right? So when we're sending out our infotaining emails, we use Constant Contact. It's one of the highest rated email um, servers, I guess, if you will, uh, that's out there. Google thinks very highly of Constant Contact, and you want Gmail to think highly of that, since 90% of America uses Gmail email addresses. Somebody wanted clarity on the 14 days. It's 14 days from today's date. So if you're on the fence, yeah, all right, I'm gonna check out that resort, maybe turn this into a vacation, whatever. You have 14 days from today's date to decide, but you only get today's price if you turn in your registration form today. And we're gonna to talk to the live streamers in just a second about that as well. 
Team and vacay. Somebody asked a question about teams. Are there a lot of teams there? Yes, we are a very team-friendly company, so there will be breakout sessions for buyer's agents. There will be breakout sessions for listing agents. There's breakout sessions for operations and marketing team members as well. A lot of agents bring their teams. It's, it's very common. I wrote vacation, so that a lot of agents turn it into a vacation since it's at a beautiful resort. There's like six pools, eight different restaurants. You have no reason to leave the, the, the hotel. For those of you on the live stream, they're going to throw the QR code back on the screen, so that way you can take advantage of that price with that QR code. So that should be coming up on the screen for you now. It should be up there. And also, I want to address for those on the live stream and those that were in the room, you might have been wondering, of course, there was a technical error where the hotel lost Wi-Fi for about 10 minutes or so. For those of you that are on the live stream and those in the room, you're all getting a recording of today's event. That did not disrupt the recording. So the recording is going to be just fine. And those of you on the live stream will be getting the recording, an uninterrupted recording. And all of you in the room are getting the recording as well as a bonus. Last but not least, because I know we've got a few people in the room that have been to one of our events, I always say, all right, these people from Atlanta, they don't know me. I'm like this guy from Detroit. Why should they trust me? So Sarah, if you wouldn't mind, I'm putting you on the spot. Could you just share what your experience has been at our events? Awesome. Thank you for saying that. Number one, I'll get you the hundred bucks later, so thank you. <laughs> for those that were on the live stream and couldn't hear her, she basically said it's the best thing since sliced bread, if you want to know. Thank you for taking your time to join Jeff today on the Live Unreal with Glover You podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover You will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Clever You on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify, and subscribe today. Until next time.